Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited to be together today. We're actually in Charleston right now. Sitting on the couch next to one another. Look at us, just friends, good friends. Okay, so we realized after listening to last week's episode that it has been a hot long minute since we introduced ourselves. So if you are new and you are listening for the first time, or if you've been listening for a while and you still have no No idea idea who who we we are... are. We thought it could be really fun for us to introduce ourselves. So why don't you start, honey? Oh, well, thanks, girl. So I am Corey, and I am a brand strategist specializing in brand photography for small business owners. Yes, and I am Melissa. I'm a confidence and business coach for female founders. And together, together we, we are, are the, the Business, business reboot. reboot. I, I mean, hate everything so... about that. That was the worst. That was so funny. That was like the Patty Duke show. I mean, really? <laughs> Nobody's going to know who Patty Duke is. I don't know. It's because I'm old. old. It's fine. Okay. So the Business Reboot is an education hub for entrepreneurs, and we help you refine your brand and generate more revenue by helping you create offers that make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about something that is hella important, mm-hmm. especially if you have any semblance of your crap together when it comes to running yes. your business, and that is going to be cashing in on the fourth quarter. I feel like we're in the South. I'm part of SEC Football Nation, and I so mean, we hold up our four fingers and we, yeah, yeah. you know, like... It's fourth quarter. Every football wife just said amen. 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 They did. They did. Well, and here's the thing. Why is the fourth quarter important in business? And it's because um, when that's literally when so many businesses generate the bulk of their revenue a lot of times. And so it can be the biggest quarter or it is the biggest quarter in retail sales. Um, And customers like to come in to spend money. They're not there browsing. They are single-mindedly, they have cash in hand and they're ready to spend it, especially around the holidays. Right. And we, we laughed about this because we said, this is not your time to create no. and produce freebies. This is the time that you create and produce the charges. Charges. Like, we are doing charges. Give my money. Here's my stuff. And people are ready. They are primed to shop. It's not just holiday season, but it is the last chance for businesses, especially yes. if you offer things in education at all. It's the last chance for businesses to spend money on things that are going to be beautiful Chef's kiss, tax write off. So, well, and here's the other thing about. though: there is a caveat because not all businesses do operate on this cycle. For instance, we live by the coast, and so it's a vacation destination. And so, we actually have quieter winter months when you look at retail sales in like beach locations a lot of times. Um, but they can still have holiday sales and deals to offer because there are people coming back to shop. Um, You were a wedding photographer. So what did fourth quarter look like for you as a wedding photographer? Oh, my gosh. It was always huge for engagements. Everybody and their mama got engaged (laughs) Thanksgiving and Christmas when they were with their family, could celebrate. And then so it was like we were being primed for bookings. Bookings for me were always predominant, like right at the beginning of quarter one. But everybody was getting engaged and like prepping to get engaged in fourth quarter. So as a wedding photographer, you had to have your stuff together in fourth quarter. So you were quarter was when I got all of my stuff together so that people would be able to see it the second they got engaged. Right. Well, and we've both been family photographers too. It fourth quarter is likely the busiest season um, for families wanting Christmas card pictures and updating their annual family portraits. And so plus, 
that's also the time when everybody's kind of back in the routine. Everybody's head is above water again right. as they go into the head into the back to school season and then into fourth quarter. Um, vacation's over. The weather may be cooling down a bit. So that in Jesus name, it's going to cool down. I'm I mean, I, it, my power bill last <laughs> month, a little, my, mm. my power bill yes. was $500. I, um, that's it was four hundred illegal four hundred and ninety nine dollars and seventy three cents. Did you cry when you opened that? I cry every time. I, every time. Mm, that's bad. It's real bad. That's mm. bad. Well, the power company ain't getting freebies. Power company doing charges. charges. <laughs> <laughs> that's their busy season. This summer this is, is their busy season. <laughs> so, so let's look at. Okay, so now we kind of talked about fourth quarter and how that can impact a lot of businesses. What does that mean for all of us as business owners? Right. Okay. So we recently were reading an article from Unleashed. Unleash WD is what it is. Um, Wait, I don't say that anymore, Southern. <laughs> I don't even know what this company is, so please don't go to them for resources. But we just were researching for this particular episode, and I thought it was really, really good because they were talking about fourth quarter, and one of like the big points was how your business can't drift in fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Um, the guy who wrote this article said the opposite of drift is design, being intentional in what uh, your business has to become. That's huge. We absolutely have to believe that that's true. In fact, we have mentioned this design series that if you have not listened to yet, please go listen to it. Um, it's going to be really, really helpful to help you prep for offers that you may be releasing sometime later this year. So, well, and here's the thing too, Melissa, sorry to interrupt, but like talking about drifting, you don't want to just slide into fourth quarter and just let it drift by. I know that a lot of us are very tired, especially having come back from summer busy schedules, rolling right into back to school if you're a parent. And then it's like, okay, the holidays are in front of us when you're heading into fourth quarter. And as a business owner, you may feel like I'm just too tired to do anything new, like, or, mm-hmm. or, or think about this in any kind of um, way that is purposeful and designed. And I think that that's where a lot of business owners are going wrong. They're leaving money on the table, honestly, mm-hmm. if you are just drifting as the guy in the article that we were reading was talking about, and you are not being purposefully you're not purposefully thinking about your fourth quarter well ahead of fourth quarter. Right. I mean, he, he mentioned in this article that um, there's kind of a foreverness to business when it comes to, um, you know, planning out things. And you do, you have to be ahead of the game. When we were coming together with this list, we were creating this list of things that are really important for you to be doing to prep for fourth quarter. And once you have started fourth quarter um, and we started laughing because we were like, well, number one on the list should be uh, do the things that you put into motion for third quarter and you go to those goals and do them because did you do them? And that can be really a hard pill to swallow (laughs) is if you are just floating. So let's look at this. The first thing that we really think is important for you to do is to look at the goals you've made this year and see where you're at. It's not a time to beat yourself up. This is a time to put a fire under your feet and push the pedal on the gas. Um, You know, you want to finish what you've started. And so um, if you have not set goals, it's time to at least consider it. Um, And if you have set goals, it doesn't matter how far away you are from them. It doesn't matter if you fall short, you know, a million degrees, just keep trying because this is the part that's going to be, it's like the make or break. You know, uh, we laugh because we feel like there is an overwhelming sense of anybody could be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Anybody could own a business. I'm going to tell you, I would not sign up my enemies for that if they weren't right for it. It's not always true. It, it's a, it is a, a, a different kind of drive that you have to have um, to be an entrepreneur and to really be a 
goal-driven, goal-setting kind of person. And, and this is very true, especially as you head into fourth quarter. Something else we're looking at for fourth quarter that we know we implement ourselves and we hope that you will as well, create a sales strategy for the holidays. I know last year when we did our mastermind, one of the things we did was that was wildly successful and we are absolutely bringing it back this year is that when you enrolled before Black Friday, you got an extra free group call to have our eyes on all of your Black Friday and like holiday sales plans. And more details about that coming soon. So y'all check back. You, you heard it here first on the podcast. Um, But it was something that was really awesome and it helped a lot of people finalize their decisions as to whether they were joining Mastermind or not, especially when they knew that they were going to get our eyes on their holiday and sales strategies Mm -hmm. as they were implementing them or before they were implementing them. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and start looking at what are some things, make a top 10 list and then start narrowing that down. What three things are you going to use in your holiday sales strategy this year? And if you don't, you know, know this, like just as a small caveat, a holiday sales strategy doesn't have to mean that you're selling something at selling, not selling. We're not selling nothing, Girl. but you're selling something at a huge, deep discount. No. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Those, those days are gone. Do you remember when you were little and like Black Friday would hit and you'd have to go to the mall at like 2 a.m. and you got there in line and Girl. it was crazy. Yes. Right. And I remember doing that and it was. I did it as an adult. And that I, did it, I did it as an adult um, with kids. And mm-hmm. I remember beating on the door to Toys R Us at like 4 a.m. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But um, but it can also be adding value. You don't have to take money away. If you're in a place financially in your business where you cannot afford to slash prices on things, or you're in a place in your business where you go, I do not want to do what I'm doing for less money. And I will tell you that like, not every industry has a product where they can cut the price on it. We're, we're both coaches. We both have hard prices and hard products. And, um, but you can do things to add value. You can offer additions too. you can mm-hmm. offer extra support in, doesn't have to be a slashing of the prices, but if you're not thinking about those holiday time sales right now, um, boo boo, you miss the now get on it. Yes. Okay. This is possibly my favorite tip of all because of them. Because your love language is gift I giving and I giving, love it so much. I love giving presents. I really do. I feel I feel like I'm a pretty good gift giver. Um, you're an amazing I gift think giver I'm and you good. Um, outshine me in that department in every way and I I I'm totally admit That's why it. I do it for our company. That's I know, why you're so good. Fun. That's why that's why that's your job. That's, that's your right. department. That <laughs> that's is your department. department. I'm in the gift giving department. So, prepare for your end of year employee/client gifts and client appreciation. So if you have employees, start thinking about them now. They are waiting for bonuses. They're waiting for a gift card. They're waiting for something that lets you know, that lets them know that you really appreciate the hard work that they I mean, a cruise to the Bahamas is always an option. I know. Who's going to give me that? I, I mean, you're Are you going to do that? No, you're in charge of the gift giving department. So I hope you... I Where are we going? Give me. I don't know, but I'm waiting to see what's in my stocking from you. <laughs> okay. We're going to work it out. It's going to be a um, Christmas ornament of a piece of bacon. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Um, And and this doesn't have to be crazy expensive either, but letting your people know who work for you, that you greatly appreciate them, your business would not function without them, um, is huge. Start thinking about that now and don't scrimp because they've been with you all year and we want to build loyalty so they will stay with you all year. Um, And then also your clients because these are the people that trust you and that come to you out of everybody that they can hire to do what you do with them they have selected you. And so this is just such a fun time to plan for that. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It can Mm -hmm. be something small, 
but um, it just is a way to utilize the holidays where people are naturally giving gifts to be thoughtful, to be thoughtful. Yeah, Yeah. well, and the next thing is to account for rest because as entrepreneurs, you know, we are go, 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 go kind of people and not always very good at rest. Hello, raise your hand if you're an Enneagram three, like like I am Um, plan for time to be with your family for the holidays out of office is going to be your very best friend. And I will say for years, I would say to Jen, who was my assistant for many, many years until she moved to Okinawa, Japan. And I am still very sad. You are still Um, sad. I I just, I adore her. And she had made such an impact in my business and in my life as a friend. But um, I would always say we are not taking clients in December. And every year, whenever a client would be like, oh, I'm going to have to shift my November um, schedule into December. And she would look at me, she's like, we are not taking clients in December. I was like, oh, but Jen, we need to, or there was a rain date or blah, blah, blah. And so she was very good at helping me keep the boundaries that I had tried to establish I wasn't always very good at upholding those Mm -hmm. boundaries, but knowing that you've had a very hard year oftentimes and whether you decide to take off the week of Christmas or the week between, you know, Christmas and New Year's or the whole month of December, whatever you decide to do, please make sure that you put in an out of office, out of office reply. Um, That will be your very best friend because when people get that, they're like, oh, hey, I'm not expecting to hear back from her. It's not like you've ghosted them. They've sent you a request and then they don't hear from you. And they're like, why haven't I heard from her for two weeks? Well, then by then they've concocted a story as to why you are not responding and that you are a horrible person. Just do out of office reply. Everybody understands that. They receive those well and they know, well, I'll hear back from her when she's back in the office. Well, and it it sets realistic expectations. Oh, for sure. And you should not be available at all times to all people. I'm going to need you to say that one more time for the people in the back. You should not be available to all people at all times Mm -hmm. in your business. And the holidays are the perfect time for you to establish those boundaries. So prepare ahead of time. Don't just like clock out and be like, well, I'll see y'all in the new year. Set, set up some things to take care of things that need to be taken care of. I love that. Okay. And then the last tip that we have is a big one, and that is to begin planning for quarter one. I know it feels like, wait, but I'm supposed to be planning for quarter four. No, you should have been done planning for quarter four. <laughs> and quarter now three. We're, now we're in it. Um, and if you haven't planned for quarter four, it's fine. We just gave you a bunch of tips of a couple of things that you can do. It doesn't have to be this big strategic plan every single time. Sometimes your business, the thing that would be the most beneficial is for you to analyze your inventory. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it would be, let me see what I got in stock and what I need to replenish. And let me do that before the holidays happen. Um, Sometimes Sometimes it's looking at what has worked this year and being Mm -hmm. reflective and what hasn't worked this year and begin crafting your first quarter plan to say, these are the things that need to change in my business. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like a look ahead and then look back and look ahead and look back and then go back to that goal list that we talked about at the beginning, just the whole goal of fourth quarter is to just finish strong. And I think that if we can set ourselves up to do that by being really intentional and utilizing the time that we have, the, the, the burr months, I love the the burr burr months. months. They're my favorite best, um, you know, to, to be generous and to have our eyes on our business and to not just drift and uh, just be really intentional with our time we can also be really calculated. So uh, I think that's that's really 
Right. And to wrap all this up, please know that we are right here with you. The fourth quarter can be a very crazy, busy time for many of us. And in all honesty, it will steamroll us if we let it um, because there are family obligations and spousal, you know, work holiday parties and things with with extended family and then all the business things. And it's so funny how so many times clients want all the things at the very end of the year. And it's like, oh, we can't squeeze in one more thing. It will steamroll us if we let it. So think ahead, make a plan and you will be all set to finish strong and start back. Yeah, that's it. The end. The end. Look at us. So thank you so much for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot or visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. Also, we would love for you to leave a review. If you have enjoyed any of these episodes in the last couple of weeks, please take a second to go over and um, leave us a five-star rating and write a review. Those mean so much to us. Um, So thank you again for listening. And we will be back next week for another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast.